Welcome back to Twisted Talk, everybody. I am your host, Daniel Havens. This week with me, I have my buddy, Jason. Jason, say hello to the people. Hello, people. Um, Jason and I went to high school. We've been really good friends ever since. Uh, Jason, you want to explain what you do for a living? <laughs> Tell everybody explain about to your people life. who I am. Yeah. Give us a little rundown of who Jason Turner is. Okay. So it all started when I was four years old. <laughs> 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 I'm Jason Turner. Uh, people probably know me as like the video guy now because I do a bunch of camera work, and that's what I've been doing for like the last five years since I got out of the Marines. And that's pretty much sums up who my adult Jason is. <laughs> did you plan on doing this when you got out of the Marines, or what? Did you have like a set? Oh, at all? heck no, dude! When I got out of the Marines, I had so many different plans, man. I was such an indecisive person. So, but when I got directly got out of the Marines, I went to CSI for business. Mm-hmm. I was a business major. Before that, I was considering going to become a neurologist, and before that, I was like meeting up with CIA recruiters and possibly wanted to go like a clandestine freaking person in the CIA. No way, dude! But it turned out it's like a super office job. Oh, really? So you wouldn't be out like hunting people down or anything like that? It will. It's, it's like listening to people monitoring surveillances and stuff. It's actually super boring. So you're just like. <laughs> but not. also, I didn't want to like go die in some foreign country. And nobody knows who I am. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I mean, that's super interesting too, but your video thing, um, do you, who do you work for yourself, right? Oh yeah. So I, I do like mainly my business, Verte Studios. Yeah. Forgot. You guys shouldn't follow me at Verte Studios <laughs> or something. Uh, yeah, it's my video production company and it's been going pretty well. Uh, aside from that, I get to work, I've done work on like jobs with like MTV and TLC and recently Amazon. So so what's that like like do are you running cameras when you're doing that or what i do, do, you do? assistant camera like so i carry pe- the cameraman's tripod and like change the lenses and stuff like that okay yeah okay. so do you ever plan on like trying to become like a head cameraman or are you just going to work on mainly just your own business oh uh, so like i've had a, i've had like a coming of age for my my own career path I got into this business because I wanted to be creative, I realized. And just working with all these brands, I realized, like, I realized, like, hmm, how do I say it? I don't know. I just wasn't really proud of what I was doing. I was more just, like, kind of, like, the bragging rights of what, like, company I was with, MTV. Those all sound so cool. Mm-hmm. But then I, I just realized, like, I wasn't being creative, though. And that's actually what I wanted to do. So be, being my own business and stuff, it's, like... I don't even know what I'm, where I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, I forgot to open up this beer too. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the... Going on a rant. <laughs> no, no dude, that's, that's totally fine. What's, so what's the coolest uh, job that you've done so far, I guess, on your own or with a company besides MTV or oh. TLC? Southern Idaho Economic Development and iHempire. Those ones are freaking awesome. Uh, yeah, Southern Idaho, we went rappelling off of like a 200-foot waterfall. Isaiah was there. My little brother Isaiah is in the room as well. He's here hanging out. He's the the third party guest. So let's go ahead and yell out when you have something, Isaiah. Isaiah. Oh All right, I <laughs> yeah, Isaiah was there. It was it was pretty badass, right? Yeah, dude. It was it was honestly super fun. Like some of the funnest things I've ever done in my life, honestly. Yeah, I like your freaking black fingernails, man. I just had to announce that. Yo, that's, that's, that's mad fire, dude. Would you ever paint your fingernails? Maybe. There's a guy named Joe in my freaking uh, jiu-jitsu gym at 10th Planet. Uh-huh. He paints his nails, and he's a beast. So I'm like... Does he kick your ass? He can kick my ass, for sure. I think I might be able to give him a little bit of a fight in uh, striking, but ground game, he's got me so good. <laughs> so after, like, recording, I guess... And working like on MTV or doing like realities and sh- reality TV shows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Would you ever go on a reality TV show? Oh, would I? oh heck yeah! They get paid good, dude. You get paid and you just like you kind of get told like if you're not if you're lost of words and you're on camera to like tell us what just happened and you're like um we like walked across the street. The producer would be like, oh, we were looking for, like, you were really angry at her. I couldn't believe that she did that, so we walked across the street all pissed off. I was like, they help you tell the story, you know? Oh, really? So they yeah. just, they're like, no, we don't like that. Scrap it. We're going to run it back. It's pretty and... produced. Like, really? Well, there's some. I'm, I doubt the freaking Kardashians are that produced because, oh, they definitely are, but, but like, they're pretty, like, they got shit going on, so. But, like, normal people, you know, like, uh, TLC reality shows and things like that uh-huh. with normal people. 
they yeah they freaking need a little help so <laughs> what was the name of the the tlc show that you went on or you that you helped with their production that's confidential no i'm just joking oh, it's like not no, okay my bad confidential <laughs> but everybody in the film industry always wants to act like everything's so confidential like, there's a joke saying, like, what are you working on? A mayonnaise commercial. Like, that's what they, we always say. It's a fucking mayonnaise commercial. I don't know why. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell I'll like sneak people. Because I'm like, hey, don't you want a little bit of publicity? Like, don't you want people to talk? Oh, this is being shot in my town? When does it come out? Yeah, because like, you, did that, you did that one in Boise, right? Or was it? Oh, the TLC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, Seeking Sister Wife. What an interesting show to be on because that one is about looking for a sister wife, another wife for you and your husband. Like, you know what I mean? It's polygamy. What? <laughs> yeah, it's polygamy. We were hanging out with them and dude, I first I went in with the idea like this is fucked up. What's that? Who's that? What's that? Oh, come on, dude. What are you doing? Rookie mistake. All right. <laughs> what what's the, what's the penalty foul on Twisted Talk? It's a shock and a beer. <laughs> Honestly, dude, you should make that the thing. I kind of want to, dude. There's something else I wanted to start doing, too. So if you're listening right now, um, feel free and message the Twisted Talk on Instagram. And, like, I'm willing to take any question. I'll give you a shout-out on the show because I kind of want the fan interaction for when I have a guest or even if it's just me and, like, Angel again or a recurring guest. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'll pick the question if I think it's going to fit with the guest. But, yeah, so if you're listening and you want to ask us any kind of question, go right ahead. Just shoot us a DM to uh twisted talk on instagram dude mother oh and q in johnny angel and a chunky cat on his shoulder (laughs) (laughs) what's up dude what's up uh dude mother earth brew yeah dude cali cream and what's up (laughs) this tastes pretty damn good dude no it's literally my favorite every time i hang out with you you have this and i say this every time yeah dude no cali cream and tiki juice are my favorite beer right now dude so i was like yeah i'm gonna get something special for jason coming and being on the episode oh thank you so much i'm appreciating it for sure yeah no problem dude um (laughs) so you're home right now johnny you cannot have one yeah (laughs) there's only one left um no so anyways you're home right now you're talking sign language over there right (laughs) But uh, are you planning on going back to Portland for school, or are you uh, going to try to? Unfortunately, I don't want to though. But you're doing it all online right now. Right, right? now it's remote. Thank goodness the coronavirus. Honestly, I'm pretty. I like it <laughs> remote because I can be here, so it's pretty nice. Is there any way for you to just stay remote and like stay home for good, or do you for sure have to go up for your last mm, year of school? I think I'll have to go because I don't know if a bunch of the classes are online classes. So, but they made them all online classes now. Yeah, right now. So I'm good now for the next like four months because they made the next term. Uh, remote as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Excuse me. No, you're good. Um. So what's Portland like? I guess because I mean I've passed through. Have but you like, ever heard of hell? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no. Just for me, I, I had some experience. But honestly, the only thing that I really loved about Portland is Tenth Planet, which like, is your my fighting gym, right? Yeah, jujitsu, and that's where I do Muay Thai too. Mm-hmm. Those are like those are where my type of people are because right? I go to Portland State University and like little farm town people like us have a very different way of life than they do and, and there's a lot of homeless people up there right oh yeah i've had a i had my fair share of homeless people crackhead fights really yeah because i was living in my van in downtown portland for a whole school year there's some fucking crackheads tracking break into my damn van one night so you fought a homeless person no i i ended up feeling bad i i jumped out in my underwear <laughs> and i had a <laughs> knife dude so this it's like 4 a.m and i'm sitting there sleeping in all of a sudden, I, I, hear, I hear my handle jiggling, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I, like, get up, and I, I see my car, my band's moving a little bit. And I try to peek out, and I don't see him. He went around to the back and started, like, yanking and tapping on my glass, trying to, like, hit it. Mm-hmm. And I open the curtain and see the, the freaking the girl from Ring, you know what I'm talking about? Or the grudge or whatever the yeah, hell it yeah, is, yeah, like, yeah. with just her hair covered. That's what exactly what it looked like, freaking, like, 3 or 4 a.m., whatever time it was. Yeah, it was super scary. So I just got adrenaline, jumped for my knife. Jumped out of the van, was like, get the hell away from my van. And that person was coming at me until they saw the knife at my side. Because I was like, I'm, I don't know what this person has. I better like be prepared. Uh-huh. Cause you can't have guns in Portland. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't shoot a per- that person either, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you'll, you'll stab somebody, right? <laughs> I was like on high alert, like I was like scared, dude. It's a scary situation. Yeah, when you woke up like that in a fucking parking garage in downtown Portland, that's where I was, and uh, 
yeah, so I've jumped out and this guy starts coming at me and I'm like, and then he sees the knife, he gets super scared and his hair kind of parts from his face for a second uh-huh. and I see his scared face and I was like, oh, you're just like a little human, aren't you? Like, you're not a monster. Because <laughs> I was in like dream, like wake up, this is happening, the ring is sitting outside my car. Like, it was scary. And then I tried talking to the guy, talking down and I was like, Hey, why are you breaking into my van? (laughs) Yeah, well, I felt bad, dude. So I was like, what's your name, dude? And he was like, didn't want to tell me, obviously. (laughs) And then I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm cold. And I was like, I I only got my sleeping bag in my car or else I'd give you like a blanket. I have nothing. And he's Mm -hmm. like, okay. And I was like, like, what are you doing? Like, like, what's going on? Trying to get to know him. And then he like walked away. He was so pissed. He was like knocking down motorcycles on his way out. I was no like, this way, dude. But uh, I was like, before I saw him do that, I was like, I hope you find your happiness, dude. And I think that freaking probably rubbed him the wrong way because he would start kicking motorcycles. <laughs> dude, maybe that just made him really happy. You never know, dude. He's um, like, hell yeah. I fucking, I'm going to live my life. <laughs> dude, just that one story. Knock down motorcycles. Just that one story about your homeless guy encounter, dude, kind of made me think of one. Oh so, my God. So. Actually, I have two, but so we were at downtown Boise one weekend and I was trying to explain Manchester to one of my buddies mm-hmm. and I don't remember what was going on, but I, I was like, oh dude, I want to go fucking steal that homeless guy's sign. And I see this guy downtown, like we used to see him downtown all the time and Gage Manchester me that I wouldn't like still, still a sign. So I fucking like turn back around, dude. And like, as I'm walking past him, dude, I just fucking, oh and I grab God. his sign and I continue to walk. And he followed me and he like tapped me on the shoulder. He's like, hey, that's my sign. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, dude, I thought this was my what, sign. What was the sign? Ah, dude, I don't know. It just said like anything helps. But, like oh I saw this guy God. downtown all the time, dude. And like he was always posted up at different spots. But like, so, I mean, I'm a piece of shit because I stole his sign oh first off. God. Wait, it's a homeless dude? Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, Daniel. Yeah. You're crazy. Well, dude, dude, like before this, I've never really had good encounters with homeless people either way. So yeah. like the other story I was going to Well, a lot say, of them are on crack. Yeah. Well, and so anyways, for anybody that's still here, like I stole this guy's sign and when he took it back or whatever, you know, like I walked back to the group of people I was with and then we walk across the street. And as I've said before, Manchester, like if you do what the person Manchester you to do, you get to slap them in the face. And I didn't even hesitate. I slapped Gage in his face probably as hard as I could in front of like everybody in front of China Blue. So if you've been downtown Boise, like China Blue is like, that's the one with the bull. No, that's uh, Roddy's. But oh, it's like okay. below China Blue. I think I've Blue. been to China Blue though. Yeah, it's literally the same bar, just one's upstairs, one's downstairs. Near, near the taco trucks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but the other homeless guy encounter was, um, I was in Alaska when I was up there with Ricky and Chris, and it was like one of the only times like we went out and actually like did something. But we went out for Ricky's buddy's birthday, and we were like getting drunk, having a good time, and then like we went from one bar to another, and the bar was packed, and like Ricky and I both had to like use the bathroom really bad. So Ricky's like, yo dude, let's just like go behind the bar. It's like, pee, like pee in the alley. You know, he's like, we'll be fine. There's no cops out here anyway. So I was like, all right, cool. So Ricky and I like looking around, don't see anybody. So like we start peeing and I know where dude, this fucking trash lid slams <laughs> down dude. Cause we're standing behind this trash can. And like, I was so scared dude that I thought like we were about to get mugged while my dick was out. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause I was still peeing. Wait, where, so what's the location you're peeing at right now? It's in the, in, in an alleyway downtown. Is it just in, like a wall? It's a wall. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a dumpster next to you. Yeah. 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 So the, and dump- what was the trash can? Like a little circle trash can? No, it was a huge dumpster. So oh, dump- the like, dumpster. yeah, the okay. dumpster really got slammed down dude. And like Ricky and I were like, what in the fuck? And we turn around, it's just this homeless guy and he's looking at us <laughs> and Ricky's like, you got a fucking problem, dude. And he didn't say anything. He just turned around and started walking. (laughs) Maybe, dude. He was just jealous. But, like, mine's nothing special. He was like, he jumped out. He was about to fight you. And then he saw that. And he's like, Well, then I asked Ricky. I was like, dude. I was like, are there a bunch of homeless people down here? Like, did we just, like, pee where this guy, like, sleeps? Like, is this his spot? And we just marked our territory. And he's like, I can't come back (laughs) now. It's an Alaskan thing, dude. Well, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) They live too close to the wolves. It was so fucking scary, dude. Yeah, no. Dude, it was mad scary. Like, because. I like I didn't know what was gonna happen, dude. Like it's just a homeless guy in Alaska. He could have shot me for you know. Like well, I'm sure <laughs> even the homeless people have guns. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I heard the like the homeless natives up there, dude, are fucking crazy. They got like freaking bows and arrows, dude. Yeah, well, so there was there was this uh, while I was up there. Still, this is a different story. It wasn't a homeless guy, but Chris <laughs> took me to this uh, park, dude, and it was fucking beautiful. Like we, it was like the best day. Like it was like cloudy and whatnot, and yeah. like kind of chilly. Okay. But like we just went out and like we were like looking out at the water and stuff, just kind of hanging out at this park. And we were going back to the house, fucking, we're going to turn right. And this guy's turning left and 
his car died because he ran out of gas. So like us being like the good guys that we were, like we pulled on kind of the, like the sidewalk and we jumped out and we helped him push his car to like the, the gas station. What time of day is this? It's like three o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. So we jump out, we push this guy's fucking truck to the gas station and he's like, you guys got like 10 bucks I can use for gas? And we're like, yeah, sure, you know. Give him the 10 bucks. He goes inside the gas station and we turn around to walk away. And Chris is like, I bet you right now he's not going to use that money for gas. And I was like, no way, dude. Like he literally just ran out of gas in the intersection. So we kind of <laughs> like, we're sitting in our car waiting. Dude walks out with a fucking two tall boys oh and just starts gosh. walking home. What? Yeah. He left his car, dude, at the gas station. Just He's walked like, home $2 isn't going to get me home. I might no. as well be drunk today. No, we gave, we gave him like $15. <laughs> oh, really? Just everything in a Wait, so whose like, car was that? His. Because I would say that'd be a genius homeless scheme. To just it's steal to, like, somebody's get, like, car? An abandoned car, post it up by a gas station, and say, hey, I just ran out of money. I need gas. Like, here's my car. Can you give me some gas money? And people would be like, yeah, and then you got booze money. I guess, dude. I mean, I've never been homeless, but <laughs> I pretty I much really... have. I do that. No, dude. You're like you're like the cool homeless. You're not like the smelly, dirty homeless. You're like I live in a van down by the river. Oh, homeless. I can be smelly, dirty homeless though. I know sometimes you, you should see me. You should have saw me in India. No, dude. Smelly, it's... dirty homeless. Um. Anyway, so yeah, that's my story about homeless people. But I wanted to actually talk about how much you travel and like where the coolest place you've traveled to is because like. I haven't ever been out of the States, but you've literally been, like, everywhere I wanted to go. So, um, <laughs> yeah, dude. Because okay, you went to place. Egypt, right? No, I didn't go to Egypt. You went to... I wanted to go to Egypt, but people were telling me not to. I wish I didn't listen to them. Why'd they tell you not to go to well, Egypt? Well, my friend from Syria was like, I got jacked in Egypt. They straight up took all his stuff at the airport and, like, said, have a nice day on your way to freaking U.S. or whatever, wherever the hell they were going, I'm not sure. But he said, yeah, they jacked all his stuff at the airport. And he's like, don't go there. There's, like, a lot of crime. I'm like, okay, I'll believe you. But then I I got freaking all these, like, Instagram people, like, going to fucking Egypt all the time, hanging out. I'm like, how come they're not getting mugged? You think it's because they have bodyguards or something? No, probably because they're just, like, you know, rich white Americans or something. That's true. And they're like, don't fuck with them. And they're probably like, that dude's a Syrian. We can fuck with him. That's probably it. (laughs) So, besides, because you're going to have to remind me, because I know you were stationed in Japan for a long time. But mm. where else have you been? Or I guess, like I asked before, like, where's the coolest place that you've been? Like, what was the most memorable okay, place that you're always going to remember? If I could take anyone there, because now, you know, I've got to a point where places aren't really that cool to me. Mm. It's more just about the people, I've realized. And, like, places are just places. But if I could take any of you guys somewhere, mm-hmm. I would take you guys to Nepal. Because the Himalayas there are fire. This giant, the biggest mountains in the world. Oh, yeah. I yeah, went yeah, and yeah. saw Mount Everest. I didn't climb it. Costs a lot of money to do that. <laughs> it's like forty thousand dollars for a permit. Really? Oh shit! Just Sorry. A, just a permit. It's forty thousand dollars. It's something like that. It's expensive. That's fucking ridiculous, yeah. dude. Well, I'm gonna just kind of cross that off my bucket list then, because I'm not. Well, I just mean, hike to Mount Everest. Go look at it and say, "Oh, that's the tallest point on Earth." That's what I did. I guess and I, I was like, that. "That's it." Um, ca- Mount Kangaroo, Kangaroo, or whatever. Right next to it looks so freaking high, but Mount Everest has kind of a slope, so it doesn't really look that high. So. I can't remember exactly what the time frame was. It's been, I want to say maybe two or three years where you kind of just like, you hopped around country from country for like three months, right? Uh, yeah. I will. It's like every summer. Cause I'm always doing school yeah. with my GI bill. Mm-hmm. And then on the summers I try to just like take off. That's usually what I do. Do you, well, so I guess but lately it's been like, I work, I don't take off. Yeah. Do you have any trips planned for like next year or anything like that? Or is there still anywhere that you want to go? Um, well, now I'm just kind of at a point where I just want to go with the people I want to share those experiences with. You know what I mean? I really don't care where I go anymore. I've seen enough of the world, I think, where I just kind of, like, realized what really matters. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the people, that's what matters. No, I get that. People are what makes a place great or, you know, people I are what that. makes a place kind of crappy. It's, like, just the experiences you have with each other. No, I, t- I totally feel that. Because, I mean, like, I guess I I don't know if I've talked about it before, but, like, when I was living in Boise, like, I had a really good job and I did, like, I mean... For a long time, I lived with Gage, and then, like, I moved and was, like, living with my aunt and uncle, which you're, like, but that's, like, kind of, like, all I had besides, like, my my work friends, and when I moved home, dude, I was just, like, yo, I don't ever want to leave because of the people, yeah. like, and that's, I can guess, I, I totally see where you're coming from, but, like, I'm also the kind of person, like, I want to go travel so bad, but, like, I also kind of want to do it by myself just so I can have that, like, oh, dude, yeah, you got to do it by, by myself. You have to at least do it by yourself a couple times because I feel like you can grow a lot. 
having time to think and having time to experience meet new people and experience new things on your own mm-hmm. when you're with people you're kind of like uh trying i feel like it's kind of a together experience but when you're alone it's like you know it's just you and you get more out of it for yourself you know what i'm saying yeah no i totally yeah, i get that i get that uh so besides the mountains um where else did you go on your trip that the last big one that you went on because you were by yourself that whole time weren't you yeah i think that was probably my last big trip i did yeah i went to india first because i found a really cheap ticket Mm -hmm. and i literally did an instagram poll saying india or africa that's what i boiled it down to oh really i didn't even choose a country in africa i just like africa (laughs) so we're like tickets and most people said india and people were in like my family stuff were saying like india is different no one goes there and stuff and i was like yeah actually that i feel like that was pretty true and I'm glad I ended up going there. I mean, I'm sure I would have loved either one, but mm-hmm. I met some really cool people in India. I just got off of a face like time call with Kuba, Kuba Ram over in Rajasthan. He's such a cool dude. He let me stay with him. We went and rode camels out into the desert, which ate I was food gonna, off a fire and stuff. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that too, like because you did a lot of posts about people that you met while you were like overseas and stuff too. Like, do you keep in contact with any of the people that oh, you met? Oh, yeah, I try like... to. I want to try to like be, I just want to have like, it's so fun to me having like friends in different places. It's yeah. really cool. I'm like, I can tell people like, oh, if you're in India, like go to see my friend Kuba. Tell him I sent you. <laughs> it makes me feel pretty cool. Yeah, be, like, be like, oh, Jason Turner. Yeah, I remember that guy. He robbed me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, give him this, just uppercut. <laughs> No, dude, they're they're awesome. We always have a good time. The thing is, because when I travel, I like go out and meet people on the streets. I just and I'm all alone, you know, being a bum. So I'm like meeting real people, and I don't like to really go to the touristy places. I like to really just like go meet locals and become friends, and then get really drunk. And in in India, we were just pounding down freaking Indian joints. I mean, I think it's still legal there, but they all smoke it just like here in the U.S. Yeah, and it's different weed there. It's like weird Indian weed. We would just go out to abandoned temples, have like these little fire pits, and throw a pit, uh, big pot in the middle, a bunch of oil, and throw in different meats and vegetables, and dance to some music and smoke our joints. And then we went to the. I literally wrote a memory about this because I almost forgot about it. Uh-huh. I uh, we after that one night at a temple we were partying, we went to a bar and we were drinking it was like a restaurant bar and we got some food and drinks and the it was a garage kind of thing the garage door was open and i heard a car screech and crash outside and i was already faded at this point and i just took off sprinting out the freaking door saw the car smoking down the street and i sprinted for it i don't even know why i was drunk but uh and hi <laughs> but uh I get there and I open the car door and there's a freaking dazed Indian dude in there and I'm like helping him out and he like comes out and he's like, I get we had like a language barrier but I could tell he was like okay by what he was doing to me mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden my friends show up next to me on my side and like a big crowd starts showing up and they're like Jason they like talk to the guy make sure everyone's okay he like slid into a barrier that was like in the road it was weird and he he was probably drunk <laughs> but uh yeah and then uh, my friends carried me back took me back to the bar and we're like you crazy you crazy american (laughs) (laughs) you're just trying to check on this guy make sure he's still alive i was like car crash superhero way (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what i was thinking dude so yeah so uh when you're stationed in japan like what what did you do i guess like with your free time because i mean i know you know different languages and stuff like that but did you go out and like explore a whole lot or like dude that was my thing because most Marines, they just wanted to sit in the barracks and party. Mm-hmm. Oh, am I getting too close to the mic? No, you're good. You're good. Okay. This one too. Uh, <laughs> they like to just sit in the barracks and party and stuff though and like drink. Like we're, It's like college age kids. Nothing uh-huh. but testosterone. You know, like that's what we do. <laughs> we're freaking Marines too. That's like a thing. You have to drink a lot. But I was like, oh, I'm, like I don't know. I just found I'm weird. I like to learn things and I like get really obsessive over things and want to learn it a like a lot like you know how many hobbies i've had like yeah and i don't think that's arts to rock climbing to like so many different things yeah and i don't think that's weird at all dude like the way that you are with like when you pick something up dude you literally don't stop until you feel comfortable and like having it as a skill like you've been playing guitar for what three months yeah maybe no no it's probably what like 220 days now probably about that but it's like um, like there for a minute, dude. It was like every single day you're like posting like stuff about your I progress. Like, yeah, I just get obsessive. And I just I, want to practice, practice, practice until I get good, dude. And I just think that's amazing because like, if, 
there are times where like I pick something up and I'm like, yo, like I really want to do this and like I'll do it for like maybe like two weeks and then I'll put it down and be like, <laughs> I'm gonna go back to this and then I don't ever go back to it. Like, <laughs> like what? Oh uh, man, I don't know. I tried quilting once, dude. No. <laughs> yeah, my grandma. My grandma's like, oh yeah, like did I'll... you make one? At least dude, one. Maybe like the size of my hand because I was like, <laughs> oh baby quilt. Yeah, this is like back in like. I don't know, like sophomore year, like I was sick oh, for like really? a week. Yeah, dude. And, and like, like I'm gonna quilt blankets. Yeah, and this is like <laughs> all I had was like a PlayStation Two, what? dude. You were so weird, dude. Yeah, I know, no, but I'm like quilt blankets while I'm home at least. Like, and then that's there like was grandma stuff, right, dude? But then um, my my grandpa gave me a harmonica, like junior year maybe. Yeah. Because like he like he when he would come down and visit, dude, my grandpa would just get pissed drunk, dude, and just he was not good at playing the harmonica. But he was always filling himself, dude. So, like, we were always just vibing with <laughs> my grandpa. Just, and awesome. he, I was like, yo, I want to get one one day. Just because, like, like, it was my grandpa's thing, you know, and I kind of wanted to share that with him. Mm-hmm. And then he gave me his favorite harmonica. And, like, there were, like, times where, like, I got, like, I would say, like, pretty decent with it. And then, like, I would put it down because, like, I would just get busy with, like, work or school mm-hmm. or something. And then I wouldn't see it, dude, for months. And then I'd be, like, going through, like, a junk drawer and be like, oh, shit, there's my harmonica. <laughs> Try to pick it back up and was like, what was the last thing I did with this? What was and, the first lesson? What yeah. Was, what was the first note again? Yeah, <laughs> no. And I mean, so actually I bought one this last summer because my old one broke when I was moving, I guess. Cause like I tried picking it up and playing it and just like one of the reeds and it oh, was broken. Probably cause you were mistreating it. I know. It in the junk drawer. No, I know. But this one, dude, I got in a case. It's in a special place, but like I want to get like somewhat better at playing it again. So I can go up and see my grandpa and just be like, yo, Gramps, dude, check dude. this out. Harmonica's hard though. It is, dude. It is so hard. I got hard. a few, like, couple of good songs, right? So you think they're pretty all right? Yeah, definitely. But having like style, like, like doing some it's cool hard, stuff, that dude, is it's like you so gotta, hard. Yeah, you got to practice. Yeah, dude, you got you to be really good with your mouth and like. Yeah. It just, I'm not which, good with my mouth with harmonica. Not either, yeah. yeah, no, we're both, we're both losers. <laughs> <laughs> but you, ladies, we are not good with our mouths. <laughs> that that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard stories about Jason. Okay. <laughs> His name yeah. echoes in Japan. If anyone <laughs> echoes in Japan, oh yeah. Wait, what was I? Were we talking about Japan for a second? Yeah, no, that, and that's what I because like like I was saying like what, <laughs> oh, I like learned what Japanese, you did, what, yeah, yeah, and you you're, what, when you were you doing with Demo, like your Nihongo ga hanashimasu, oh Nihongo ga hanashimasu and I just means... said C at the end, which is a Spanish word, but uh, I don't really speak that much Japanese. I I freaking forgot so much at this point, dude. I was pretty good there. Uh, but then, yeah, like I was like taking classes and like st- reading textbooks and like I would sneak off base and mm-hmm. go make Japanese friends. Cause you have to have like a buddy system, but everybody so, wanted to sit on base and drink. And I was like, I'm taking my bicycle. I like studied the order and I was like, I can work out off base alone actually. And so I take my bicycle and a backpack of nice clothes and just ride off base and then go change somewhere and start hanging out with people. So... <laughs> How did you not get in trouble for that? Because that's actually... Oh, dude, I... um, I, Well, I was a troublemaker Marine. Like, uh-huh. I got in trouble a lot. But, yeah, uh, I didn't get in trouble for that. I almost did. But the, the command didn't like me because I like to really read the rules and figure out what I could get away with. I mean, that's... And they got nothing pissed wrong with about that. that. Yeah, that's In the smart, Marine Corps, anything. there's something wrong with that. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's smart because, like, like you said, like, I... That's exactly kind of how I pictured it, too, because, like... I mean, most of the people that start in the Marines are younger kids who just want to party. Like, they're not going to college. They're Mm. in the Marines, but nothing's stopping them from partying. So, like, I can see it, but, like, you've, like, not saying you've never been the party type, but you, like I said, like, you're the, you're the kind of person that wants to go out and do new things. And, like, that's why, like, I've been, like, super curious because, like, I, I saw your posts and stuff like that while you were overseas and stuff. Like, and I knew you were always doing something cool. I just was like, this motherfucker has a lot of downtime (laughs) or... He's not following the codes because you were out doing something new like oh, yeah. every single day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me. Like, Isaiah knows Chapman. He's hung out with them. Party God. Yeah. But he would always get me to uh, sneak off and do things too. When we, we were like deploying together. We did like this freaking ship deployment. We were like hunting pirates and stuff. And we'd land, at, like, we'd land in freaking like islands like Guam, uh, Palau, uh, Papua New Guinea, and like Singapore and stuff like that. And, uh, uh, Philippines, yeah, but we just get off for we. I can't even get in. Like we don't have enough time to cover how much trouble we got in. Honestly, like we got into a lot of trouble. So real quick, <laughs> because you're we gonna, party too hard. You're gonna come back on the podcast, right? Maybe 
Okay, Maybe well, if the ratings are good. <laughs> I, I guess, dude. I mean, we can is always... that a thing? Can you even see the ratings? Like, I mean, is that a thing? I can see the views. I don't think oh, yeah. we have ratings yet. Oh, I, mean, okay. I should actually check that out one of these days just to see what people <laughs> think. Um, Put like stars, like a rate, rate, oh, rate my podcast. I actually don't. Don't do know. that, dude. Yeah, do not open that. To the I don't want to do that. I had my business, uh, uh, video business, my old one, uh-huh. uh, Jason Turner Video, I think is what it was for a long time before yeah. I turned into Verte Studios. Yeah. And, um, People, I had like on my Facebook page that you could rate my my business for like people I worked with. Uh, there were strangers I didn't even know who they were, like rating my my business and saying like your videos are all right and like giving me a one star. I'm dude. like, dude, this is my business. What are you doing? You're dropping my score. Are you just gonna come in and critique? Like, do you know know what you're looking for in a film? For dude, one? and I think your videos are fucking awesome. <laughs> well, they sucked back then, so he was right. But no, fuck, <laughs> fuck that guy, whoever that was. No, so I wanted to. Do you remember the photo contest you entered? Like, I think it was last year, oh, and you yeah. lost by like. Oh yeah. I don't remember how many votes you lost for him, but like you were. In I thought first my place. picture was awesome. Oh, too. it was it was hands down the better picture, dude. I just think whoever whoever won was like whoring themselves out for likes dude oh my because because you were like i was, was whoring myself dude? out for likes too <laughs> yeah but like dude i remember like every day i was like wake up likes picture on facebook like it on instagram like it on the times oh, news thing dude because i was like yo jason has to dude, win this i was like his so picture... cool like a freaking magazine photo you know that's like, what it was right there's not a company's yeah because that's what it was right for yeah, like the idaho magazine the cover yeah, yeah the cover of the idaho magazine or whatever but I just, re- I just remember you were in the lead for so long, and then there was, like, two days left, and this person came out of fucking nowhere and swooped up the win. And I remember I remember messaging you and be like, yo, dude, I don't care what they say. Your picture was better, and this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Dude, I had to grind for that picture. I had, like, poison open yeah. shit for that picture. Well, that's the one where, like, you got the rainbow win. The rainbow. Yeah, none yeah. of that was Photoshopped either. Freaking Irvina was in the kayak. Yeah. She was, like, in Kayaking tears. to the she fucking... She was too scared. Dude, we had, a, we had blood, sweat, and tears into that picture. <laughs> she didn't want to be in the... She, the waves over by Shoshone start getting real rocky. Yeah. And, and you she's, like, her... she's not down with it. I was like, come on, you'll be okay. Just go. You're just, like, just uh, kayak there. And, my, and then didn't... after I got... Th- this is a video screenshot, by the way. Uh-huh. After I got that... My my drone was getting too close to Shoshone Falls, so the mist was hitting it, uh-huh. and it started just glitching out. My screen just starts going like staticky, and yeah, I had to fly that thing back before it crashed. But then I did crash into the river eventually. The, like the same day, or like no shooting with iHempire. We we're doing some badass wakeboarding shoots, and I was just flying, no spot or nothing. And our boat went to like get closer in, and we my drone was tracing, uh, tracking to the side, uh-huh. and smacked into this our boat, our second boat. Yeah, it was some. It was a sad moment. I really regret not just... I didn't realize what I had on me. I had nothing on me. I really regret not just dropping the remote and diving. Because I saw the drone land right next to the water. Uh-huh. And, uh, like, I looked at my... I didn't realize. I was looking at the screen. All of a sudden, dead. And I, like, turned and saw the splash. And I was like... I had a process for a second. Like, oh, there goes my drone. I was cool with it, though. I'm going to get a better one. Good, dude. I can't wait. Because, like, dude, like, seriously, like, I love all the videos you do and stuff like that. That one project that you're planning on working on when you get free time, like, I can't wait to see how oh, that my works short out. Films? Yeah, dude. Oh, just, yeah. Especially because, like, the story that you gave with just that one picture, I feel like it's going to be such an amazing short film. Mm, like, oh, with Miguel. Yeah. That one. I have other short films planned, but that's, like, a documentary. Really? Yeah, we need to, I'm so excited for that one, but we have What's, until next warmer weather. Yeah, yeah, because it's getting fucking cold now, dude. Yeah, already. So, well, I mean, it is November. also, by the time this episode gets out, it's going to be, like, two weeks after, but we just want to congratulate Gage and Tia. Oh, yeah. Uh, thanks for having us up there and being a part of your guys' special day, Tia. I know you had no idea, but, like, Gage and I were planning it so hard, and then we just dragged Jason into it, and it, we just got Dragged? Lucky. Well, we got lucky that you weren't busy, dude, because, like, yeah, that, no, was, that was, like, the biggest that thing. That was such an honor. Yeah. What a great moment. I mean, we sat in the cold for like an hour before we were like, okay, we have time to go get the car and park closer. <laughs> yeah, dude, we were freezing out there. We were sitting out there for how long? Before, before we went and got the car. At least an hour. For sure was for an, an hour. Because like, because there was a and, moment where I was like. Daniel didn't even have a coat. He was in love. I gave him my mask to help keep his face warm. He had a little beanie and a long sleeve. Dude, but. And I crappy thought, shoes that got yo, soaked. Yeah. And honestly, it's because like, I was like, oh, dude, like we'll be in and out easy. And then. It just didn't happen like that. Like, we get a text message thinking, like, oh, they're on their way. Gage is like, it's going to be, like, another 30 minutes Thank before God. we leave. I'm so glad he told us that, though. Same. Because we ran to the car and freaking got got the heater going. Yeah. but And I was cold. I had a beanie, a big coat. 
that I got for fifteen dollars at a thrift store, but looks like it's worth two hundred. It yeah, it did look a nice fucking coat, dude. Thank so. you. Yeah, over Jackson Hole, they have really great thrift stores over there. Wow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was seriously like hands down the best day of twenty twenty so far. Cause like it was like That's first right. off best friend is getting engaged to the love of his life. I was life. nervous, dude. Dude, I was nervous. <laughs> and like hearing Gage talk about like how he almost threw up, I was just like, yo, dude, I can't even fucking imagine. Like if that day ever yeah. comes for me, dude, I'm going to be a fucking mess. Yeah, you don't have to worry though. Because I got you. Yep. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> dude, but uh, when that snow started falling off the, the porch, like we were hiding underneath the freaking balcony place. Yeah, what, and what like. Was it? How do you scrap that? It was a dock. A dock. Yeah, because the water, the, the water low. down there is low. So like we were like underneath this dock, and like we attached were kind to of a having, restaurant. Yeah, so we, yeah, it's like kind of a nice dock. Yeah, and we were like kind of having a conversation because like Gage is like, oh yeah, like we're on our way, and we were like trying to like time it. And I was like, should we start being quiet yet or whatever? And then we see snow getting kicked underneath the dock, and we're like, okay, so like we're hiding, and then Gage and Tia come walking closer than we <laughs> thought they were going to be, and like. We didn't After, realize the other gate was closed. We yeah. thought they were going to walk through the other yeah, gate, but I it thought was it was locked. open too. Yeah, we, we didn't know. So they ended up walking right over us. And they didn't see us, which was crazy. Like, I'm still pretty sure Gage saw us, but he couldn't process that we were there. Because, like, when we were yeah, talking Yeah, I thought he looked right at us. Uh, I, Dude. Unless we're just, like, really good at something. I'm 90% sure Gage and I made eye contact for a second, and he winked at me. So I think he might have been lying. I think my sneak level is pretty high. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Skyrim crazy. <laughs> Yeah, but dude, yeah, but the snow just boom dropping like in the movies. Dude, snow. And I didn't. And I didn't do anything, but my adrenaline was through the roof, dude. I was just like, they didn't see us for a while. Yeah, I just we darted over to the freaking dock and I started snapping photos. Yeah, and then like I said, like I feel like I didn't do anything besides drive you up there. (laughs) Dude, it was a team effort though, because that was so nice. Because I got to work on the photos in there, and I got to like work on my work that I had to work on. So yeah, it worked worked out so well. Like we, it made it, you know. Mission accomplished. All thanks to Daniel. He was so on top of this freaking mission, going straight special ops mode, monitoring maps, and, like, getting the freaking... He's the one who got me into that. You got us on a three-way call. Yeah. I mean, it's your best friend, dude. What, do you, yeah, what else are you going to do? Yeah, I freaking didn't want to ask me. Well... Because he was scared I'd be busy. Guy, yeah, you're a I'm busy like, guy, I'm like, I will though. cancel any client for this. Come on. That's good to know, dude, if I yeah. ever need you now. Yep. <laughs> I'm, like, working with Disney one day. They're like, yeah, you're going to work with us. And I'm, like, about to shoot the next star wars even though I, I don't like the last star wars but uh daniel calls me sorry disney daniel's calling you know how crazy that would be dude like <laughs> like the excitement boner that i would have from that dude would be insane <laughs> she's like yo jason just fucking quit on disney for me like i would hold that shit forever oh hey dogs oh my god um a little german shepherd i have a german shepherd as well bosco yeah bosco. shout out to bosco bosco what's up dog bosco no, if you're listening pie. you're a good boy <laughs> Um, man, we have been rambling on for a How minute. Long has it's, it been? it's been like 38 minutes. Oh, dude, we still have time then. Yeah. Did, did you have anything for me this week? Oh, a question? Yeah. I do. Is it? You want to shut that door, dude? Yeah, good. Yeah. So, one thing I wanted to ask you, which okay. is kind of uh, thinking about athleticism and uh, sports, I wanted to ask you about cheerleading because I just watched a Netflix documentary called Cheer and it reminded me of you. And you know what's crazy, dude? I, when that came out, like, the hype for that was so unreal. Never watched it. You never watched it? No. Well, it which, got a lot of people understanding how hard cheer is. No, dude. And it, it is like crazy it's brutal. Hard. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, I wanted to hear your opinion on cheer because like sometimes I'm like, is Daniel in it to pick up girls? But then you're like really well, good at it. And, well, I mean, I wouldn't say really And it was good. hard. Well, yeah. I tr- you know, I tried for a while until I got freaking that car crash. Yeah. I mean, like I, I wouldn't <laughs> say like really good. It was good. hard. I dropped Fernanda on her head. Well, dude. I, I so, was traumatized. Nothing... <laughs> that, that and that's scary like yeah so you were just picking up girls flipping them on your hand freaking doing, lifting them full straight arms and stuff i know well yeah and like i i was i was just lucky dude i had a really good coach shout out carly if you're listening to this and then like just really good people to learn with like my friend stacy who pretty much like she didn't drag me to go and help her and stuff like that but like she more or less like gave up so much free time to like help me because it got to a point where like we we're going into senior year and like, I didn't know if I was going to go to college. I didn't know what I was going to do. Like I wanted to, I just like, didn't have a goal. Like I was just so like not goal oriented. Like yeah. I was just like, if I go awesome, I just don't know what I'm going to do. Like even when I was in school, like I never once like settled on a degree. Like I wanted to go into business, did that like for a semester, hated it, hated still every finding second of yourself. it. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, and I mean, I still kind of like know what I, I wanted. Yeah. But no, with like cheerleading, it just like, it didn't come super easy and it didn't come super fast mm-hmm. 
but like it was it was fun like do you remember like the first like the jitters that you got from playing football for the first time like in, oh under yeah the you get hyped yeah you get adrenaline dude like at C like when i was cheering at csi the program shit now but like <laughs> when i was cheering at csi like i lived for timeouts dude because like that was when you got like 30 seconds to go out and like show what you could do oh yeah and like nerve-wracking yeah and from like where i started and like the process of like maybe three months like my skill went up so like fast because i just had coach my good like i would say because of my coach and then like luckily like i had other really good guys to like more or less compete with like it was oh, like yeah. like so any other sport competing yeah so like one guy like his name's uh jacob gabberry mm -hmm. he i would easily say like he was the best stunter on our team and like he his partner stunter is his now wife cabri um like they got stuff so easy dude and it was crazy but like when stuff wouldn't hit like it was like it was just like a a downfall almost like they kind of yeah. like you know they would take five steps forward but then like 10 steps back because okay. like they like wouldn't hit one day and then they would get like get in their, in their heads. head yeah. yeah and i mean they were dating too so like it was like Damn. you know there's just a bunch of complications with it from like me like i was kind of like all over the place trying with everybody like i said like originally i started with stacy and then like when i got into it into it like they were putting like other people with me and like i was getting like different skills with like different people mm -hmm. so like there was like like i could do one stunt with one person like extremely well but not with the rest of people and then like you know vice versa and like crazy enough like that's actually how like i met my first girlfriend she moved away like after she was done with that semester but like i mean i didn't join cheerleading like do it for the girls, even though that yeah. was like a kind of like a bonus, mm -hmm. but like, it that's was definitely just, why me and Steven did it. Yeah. I know that's why you guys did it, <laughs> but it was just fun. Like it was one of those things. No, it actually too, it turned like, out to be so such an experience for sure. Yeah. And it was like more or less like I'm doing this for myself because like there was, there is a lot of but opportunity you bond with the team too. Yeah. Well, and like, that was the thing too, dude. Like if you think about it, like my first semester cheering at CSI, I was still a senior in high school. I was going to school for two classes a day and like thankfully like our counselor was just like all right check it out like i'm gonna work with you she let me do certain classes like during like the day mm -hmm. one day and then like certain classes in the afternoon one day so i could like work with my college classes yeah. too mm -hmm. and then be able to cheer and yeah i mean like we got to travel like i went to kansas and then went to texas once for basketball nationals because like we went to go but like i still think about it like all the time was because like i said like so i started our second half of senior year and i spent more than half of That's my time That's when you started? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and i spent more than half of my time at CSI practicing, doing stuff like and cuz i had classes, you know, too, whatnot, yeah. but like it got to the point where like we're getting ready to leave for nationals. We have this routine ready, whatnot, and like we were we felt good about it. We leave in like 3 days and we have to have we're having a night practice, you know, to get ready and like the practice went from being a practice to a sit down and we're like sitting down talking and they're like, "Okay, so like this is the deal. We're not going to nationals anymore." And after i heard that, dude, like every inch of my body was like i'm done with this you because, lost the reason yeah i, I lost like, like the a, drive. a goal yeah well in mind. yeah because like in my head i was like yo why even try to become a state champion in high school like when i can like try to get my first national championship For sure. before i even graduate high school like that i think that was like to me like that was all the drive i ever needed well, I, I wonder something like i think about like how did i cut so much weight in wrestling like i was able to drop pounds like crazy mm -hmm. but now like it takes forever to drop weight and i'm like well, I had, like, a legit thing motivating me, a tournament coming up, you know, things like that. Yeah, and, like, and I And so it's, like, a goal. It motivates you. Yeah, and I, no, and I totally agree with that, too. Like, I, like, because we had a time frame. It was, like, we have this much time until nationals. And, like, I kind of joined the team more or less because, like, we were told, like, we're going to nationals, but we we need one more guy. So then, like, Stacy worked her magic, got Carly, convinced Carly to let me be part of the team. Like, and, like, I was doing it, like, and I didn't even get a scholarship. Like, I was seriously just doing this. To try to win a national championship so like i could graduate high school be like yo i'm already national champion like what's up <laughs> but when they told us we weren't going like everybody was like crying they're like kind of like you know they're all like comforting each other and I, I didn't want anybody fucking touch me because the only thing going through my head was like i can't believe i just gave up the last half of my senior year to spend more time with these people than like i could care for because you know <laughs> it's a team but it's a family like you guys yeah. Yeah. get crazy like you know you get over each other real fucking quick and, well, and there's kind of a lot of drama. Yeah. Oh, dude, so much <laughs> drama. Like everybody that I cheered with, I love them to death, dude. But like the only thing cheerleading did for me was open my eyes and like I could never play a sport with a girl again. This is not the answer I thought you were going to be giving. <laughs> what were you expecting? 
some really sentimental, heartfelt, cheers, beautiful. No, and it's not that it's not. It's, but there's drama. There's drama in anything you do. The only difference is like when we played football, you got to hit the person you had a problem with. <laughs> yeah. With cheerleading, like I even could just drop somebody. At practice. Yeah. But so like that's why I only played contact sports. And I almost, dude, I was almost done with cheerleading because so it was right before we graduate. No, it, I don't. Maybe it was going closer to my second year, I think, and. We were partner studying with uh, some of my coaches because she coached two teams. She coached at CSI and then she coached at Canyon Ridge. We were partner studying with some of her girls from Canyon Ridge to like help them get ready for college and whatnot. And I was partner studying with this girl, Bailey. And when she came down, she landed wrong and she tore her ACL. Uh-huh. And dude, like I didn't want to stunt. I didn't want to do anything after that for like months because I was like, I can't. Like I thought it was my fault. And then like, I mean, we're still, we're, we're pretty good friends. And like yeah, she always. terrifying though. Yeah. But like, it is, dude. It's a dangerous sport. It's, it's it runs it like it mentally it gets in your mind, like you were yeah. saying about that one guy. Like, well, yeah, and it's, it's like repetitive head. as fuck. Like you're doing stuff constantly. Like if like with Carly, like she was such like a perfectionist. Like if she didn't think something was perfect, you're you know you're running it back. You're going from the top, dude. And it's you're giving it like depending on like the kind of routine you're doing, you're either running pretty much the entire time for like two and a half minutes straight. Cause like you have to be like at full pace. Yeah. No, it's like straight CrossFit. It was raw. And like the only reason I felt even comfortable going into it when I started was cause like I was like getting ready for track season senior year. So like going to help track. Oh dude. And like, that was honestly probably when I was at like the, in the best shape of my life. And then I didn't even run. Did you have abs? No, (laughs) but I was, I could run my ass off dude. Like I was like hardly ever tired because like I went from like basketball where we like, we're busting our ass all the time. Cause like our coach was a hard ass. And then like, quit halfway through that started cheerleading and like i was just already in like the top oh of my yeah conditioning. you quit basketball yeah my jersey got yeah. stolen out of my car and i had to pay 500 dollars, right, dude that's right yep damn yeah you had to pay 500 couldn't even get your diploma at graduation no dude like and i thought they fucked up because like when they handed my thing i was like ha like I got my <laughs> diploma was and up. then you open it says psych yeah dude kiss miss bun <laughs> on the cheek dude and i opened my diploma and i was like oh motherfucker dude they had it down to the penny too it was i like, heard you kiss miss bun on more than the cheek i wish dude miss bun's a fox <laughs> she only wants camden no it's no kidding dude she was in love with that what she called cam cam <laughs> cam cam yep that's what she called him no but like dude honestly like I like at the time, like I did regret, like, like I said, like I lost half of my senior year because of cheerleading. Yeah. But like at the time, like I did regret it. Cause like a big thing too, like I was only at school, you know, half the day, like there was a, towards the end, like there was like a moment where like, I literally felt like I only had like you Gage and Camden because I didn't talk to anybody else. I didn't see anybody else. Like we just happened to have classes at the same time, you know? Yeah. Uh, wow. That is really how we all started getting real close, huh? Yeah. And then like once well, football it, too. Yeah. But I mean like. If I like could go back and do it, I don't know if I could say it comfortably. Yes, because I kind of feel like I missed out on a lot the second half of senior year. But I did have fun. It yeah. was fun, and like the people that I got to meet through it, dude, are amazing people. I still love all of them to this day. Like they're, you know, they're they were family for such a long time. Like, I mean, I have multiple of the girls that I still talk to all the time. Like my friend Lena, like she's one of my best friends. Same with Michelle and Stacy. Like, we keep up with each other's lives. Like they just became part of my family. Like you guys did. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like. It's something that I'm super thankful for. Like, and my coach Carly, dude, like, I love her to death. She's like my second mom. Like, she would do anything for me, and I love that, you know? And, like, yeah. she wouldn't even skip a beat. And it's the same for me. Like, I, after even, like, we were done and she, with, done with her being my coach, like, I worked under her doing summer camps, dude, for, like, years. I think last summer was the first summer since I was 18 that I didn't run a camp with her and, like, go and coach stunting. Wow. Yeah. That made me think. Do you think if you got to know anybody on a deep enough level that you would love them? Define love, though. Like, because I feel like, like love. The way, like, I was just thinking about someone I know that <laughs> is quite a bitch. And I'm like, but if they have a sibling, and that sibling probably loves them, probably because they grew up with them and saw them, you know? Mm-hmm. And got to know them really well. Like, on deep. Like,. You get you have enough people in your life like they, it doesn't matter what their personality is if you really get to understand who they are mm-hmm. and why they are the way they are if it, like would you love them and in the end well yeah and I think I think that's just kind of like it's just a time thing like that's like I feel like that's like one of the biggest things when it comes to like love is like when so you spend we enough all time you just need to get to know each other better huh yeah I think so because like if you think about it like this like this is gonna tie into what 
one of my last two questions for you. Um, but like, so first off I was going to ask you like what you're thankful for, but before I ask you, I guess I'll just go into like what I'm thankful for, which oh, yeah. is like my family and my friends, but like to get in that in like a deeper level, like I spent, what I say? Three years in Boise kind of away from everybody. Like, I mean, yes, it like it strengthened my bond with my best friend and Tia and then my aunt and uncle that live up there. And then like, I got to meet other people and like, you know, like my buddy Cody, when I met him, never thought we were going to be friends showed him my testicle in a cooler out in Caldwell because he didn't believe I only had one. But it was like when we, the first time that we literally hung out, we sat in the back of his truck. We drank an 18 pack before a work meeting because we had like two hours to kill. And like, we just clicked so well. And then it went from just like that one moment to like hanging out all the time. And he's one of my best friends. Like today's actually his birthday. Oh yeah. And I haven't told him happy birthday yet. So Cody. Yeah. So Cody, if you're listening to this dude, I know it's a little late. But happy birthday. I love you, man. Happy birthday, Cody. But like with this, like, um, so I'm part of like this new friend group and I knew a couple of the people before like getting like actually into this group. Like Lena was the one who like more or less dragged me into it. And like, thanks to Lena, like I met a handful of people that literally got me through last year. Cause I was at probably like one of my lowest points, dude. Like, you know, we just found out about mom, just went through a breakup. I just had so much going on. Like I did... I never left the house. Like I went to work, came home, just hang, hung out. And then Lena drug me out to get drinks one night. And she's like, you need to come hang out with everybody, you know? And like, she was dating her now fiance, Justin at the time. And I was like, Oh, like I kind of know them, you know, I was like, sure. Like I'll go out and hang out. And then it literally went from like going to one party and hanging out with everybody to like being invited to their friends giving where like I took my little sister and like, she was the only kid there, but like they were just so understanding. And the they're seed like, of friendship was yeah. sown yeah and like they're they're amazing people and like like i can't like like stress enough like how like thankful i am for them but it's not just like those people either like my like i said my friends and my family before i even met these people like they helped me get through like probably one of like the hardest times in my life and like you're one of those people you know like i just have never hold hands for a second yeah we can definitely hold hands we're holding hands right now everybody but like i feel those calluses yeah dude you lifting huh you lifting no just at work No, but I mean, it's crazy. Like, cause I hate people like Jason and I've had this conversation. We went camping a couple months ago, like us and three of our other best friends from high school. But like, there was a moment where like I, we were sitting around the campfire and I was talking about like, just why I hate people. Cause there's just so much hate in the world and all this. And I, I do still feel that way, but I feel like once, I gave you a run for your money that night though. You did. That's honestly probably the only argument besides the hand job conversation <laughs> where the argument was like, I was okay with it because like you were giving really good points and like it did open my eyes. But like, there's just people, people go and like, they try to hurt people all the there time. There are bad people in this yeah. world. And I'd people rather forget about that. And I'd rather just stick to the people that I already have in my life and whatnot. And like, it took a lot for me to like get out of that barrier and go hang out with that certain friend group, which, you know, and I love all of them right now. Like when dad passed away, like they were all there for me. Like, like it was crazy and like the thing that sucked too like it couldn't have happened at a worse time like we were all supposed to like be hanging out for the fourth of july but like they all took time out of their day just to make sure that i was okay which was amazing you know like i still had a lot of other people doing that too but just like i barely knew these people i haven't even known these people for a full year and like you know you realize who cared about your well-being yeah and and it's i think it's one of those things where it's just like you know you're gonna meet a lot of people and they're either gonna hurt you or they're they're there to you know help you build and grow and like these are people like that and like i'm just super thankful for that and there's you know like i was saying before like friends other friends too like a couple months back i had a fucking heart to heart with eddie in my room for like two hours and we just we just talked about like random stuff but like just you know i like couldn't like stop thinking about like how much i missed him when he was away in the army because like obviously he was a little younger than us but like we spent a little man yeah yeah Yeah, we spent a lot of time together before he got deployed and then when he came back like i felt like i hardly ever seen him and like i see him almost twice a week now and i love that it's like you make time for the people that matter and that's what i'm trying to do right now and that's Mm -hmm. that's what i'm thankful for i'm thankful to like do this and like just to have people listening you know like if you're laughing and you listen to this and you enjoy it like I love you. Like, cause it's, it's awesome. Like I, I thought you hate everybody. No, if you're listening to this, I love you. But <laughs> it's just something that like, I really like doing now. Like I get excited to do this. Like when I knew you were coming over tonight, I was just so fucking excited dude. because it's, you know, it's like my new hobby. I love you too. I love you so fucking much. I love you more. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I'll kiss you on the lips right now. Yes, I do. 
I thought we were about to go in like, uh, what's that, Cusco? Yeah. Uh, Empress Negro, like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, dude, so I'm going to stop rambling. What are you thankful for, Jason? Dude, I think all roads end up leading down this path. That's what I think. I think, what? I think everyone realizes what the ultimate thing to be thankful for. The people around you. They really make or break experience your experience on this world. It's like, it doesn't matter about the damn bunny hopping around in your front yard or, you know, like freaking bad people. Like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Bunnies, like, yeah, they're not, they're irrelevant, but good people, you know, they last in your life. They make, they make good experiences. You can communicate with them. We're social creatures, man. Yeah. We, I, we need, we need people in our life. And we, I don't think we need giant cities of people because you, people start to ignore each other at that point. But like close knit families, like tribal style mm-hmm. that seems to be what makes us happiest yeah and i mean i couldn't agree more like i was saying like i'm at that point where like if i didn't meet anybody new i'm okay with that because i've just have i have really great people in my life but i got out of that place that i was that dark place where like i didn't want any new people in my life and mm-hmm. like i'm accepting of it now because like i can't you can't stop fate i guess yeah. when it comes to meeting people like you're gonna meet somebody when you need to meet them and they're gonna either teach you a lesson or they're going to be there to help you up when you, yeah. well, we forget you know. how many people there are in this world. No, Almost like, 8 billion. Like no, there's so like many crazy. different types of people. We got pop, we got Bob Ross and then we got Saddam Hussein. Yeah. Like it's some crazy variances of people. Yeah. So there's so many different experiences we can have out there. Try to hold on to the good ones. They're usually pretty hard to come by. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, so I did have one last question for you. We're at, dude, we are running on almost an hour. This is oh, gonna be perfect. The, this is going to be the longest episode I think we ever had. So Hell yeah. thanks for being a part of this. But um, because you're a videographer, what's like, do you get weird job opportunities ever? Like, do people reach out to you? Like, have, uh, have, Oh, all the time. Really? So like, has anybody ever reached out to you about like shooting a porno for him? And if they have, like, what's your, like, asking price? Or would you, I guess? I, th- I thought I sent you the link. No, I didn't get that. Will you <laughs> no, after this? No. We can make one. No. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Well, that's it for this episode. Twisted Talk. You gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like. How, oh, yeah. I would, would def- ever- yeah, I would ch- if they can pay for it, I would charge them. I'd have to have some non-disclosure agreements in there. Yeah, obviously. I'd have to get a little artsy with it, but it's going to be the most cinematic and beautiful porno you'll ever see. So what's your asking price? Hmm, right now... Do I get a friend I need discount? A, I need to be able to see who's going to be working with me. And probably about... How, how long is the video? Like, well, I would want it to be like five minutes. So yeah, let's do like a $20,000. I'll make you a porno. What's the, the friends and family discount? Oh, I mean, if it's you for free. Really? Yeah, I was even considering paying you to shoot a porno with me. So, but... <laughs> But like, have you have you ever had somebody like like no, that ask you? I've never had anybody. Oh damn, ask dude! That. I was really hoping that seems like them. a big industry though. They, I think they're making big bucks over there. How well, do you I mean, even get into that? I don't know. I mean, well, OnlyFans has pretty much shut down the porn industry. Oh, you're right. OnlyFans. I mean, some OnlyFans people probably need a person to like do some really nice video work for their OnlyFans, right? That's what I'm saying. Uh, reach out to Jason. Jason cause... Turner Video. That's how you find me on Instagram. Or Verte Dot Studios for my business. That's what I like, dude. Great time for a plug. Right, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like at an hour? Yeah, I mean... What's the longest one before this? Uh, I think, honestly, the longest episode's been like 46 minutes, maybe? Okay, don't cut anything. Okay, I won't. I want the uncensored, raw version. Okay, I won't. I, I mean, we haven't really had anything that I've wanted to cut. We didn't have any dead silence yeah. or anything like that, so I like Yeah, this. I'm like talking about bunnies and stuff, trying to explain I know. I was actually going to humans. try to cut that out, but I'll, I'll keep <laughs> no, it. No, leave it. Why People not? need to know how, how dumb I am. Oh, there is something else I'm going to start asking every single guest because I kind of want to I kind of want to know this answer just to see how many are on one side compared to the other. And then this this is definitely the last thing for this okay. episode. Um, would you rather suck one dick ten time? <laughs> Or 10 dicks one time. Oh. I and heard, why? I and heard why? a great man once answer this question, and I really loved the answer. I think it was Levi in a bus. Oh, my God. I would say I would start freaking deep throat and sucking that thing because I got shit to do. But one dick 10 times or 10 dicks one time? Did, did you oh, wait. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, that is different. Yeah, that is completely different. Sorry. But, you know, shout out Levi. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to let everybody know he said that. <laughs> oh, fuck. You're 
unplug this. <laughs> oh, throwing back my head and laughter too hard. Unplug my headphones. Okay, all right, but for real, one dick ten times or ten dicks. Okay, does, does the guy with one dick have to come every single time? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, ten, ten dicks one time. Ten dicks one time. Yeah. And why? I'll be done in like thirty seconds. I'm I'm freaking magic. I like the words magic, man. I, no. I'll, I'll take that. I mean, it wasn't the answer I was I expecting. I mean, but... dude, it's going to be limp dick on, like, number five. So I'm going to be able to get him to come, so I'll have to wait for, like, an hour, whatever the hell it is, until he can have another one. And well, then okay, it's going to so... take too long. We're going to be there for, like, a day. So say say it doesn't have to happen in one day. Like, you know, like oh, you can space oh, it out. Oh, I can space it out? Yeah, yeah. So you space it out. Well, if, okay, so if I do ten dicks, that's like, I'm kind of a man whore. Like, I'm just kind of a, like, you know. Mm-hmm prostitute myself at that point yeah but if i do one that's like that's like bonding time dude. That, and that's commitment that's dude, that's and that's that's the whole reason i go with my answer which is 10 dicks one time because <laughs> i don't want to have a commitment with this yeah, dude. dude i'm trying to get this over with and go be with my girl yeah because dude that's what i'm saying because right, like, by dicks. time six you're gonna be like all right dude i'll see you on tuesday and that shit's gonna be running through your head be like i can't believe i just told this dude i'm gonna see him next tuesday like yes thank you all no. right jason's on the 10 dick train um how many can i hear how many do you know uh, on this train, I think it's me, Dan. I want to say you can't tell everybody though because like you might air these at different times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no. Oh, so the people I've asked on the podcast so far. Oh yeah, yeah. Have this this not, just oh, been Angel. Oh, it's and just Angel, been Angel. Angel was one dick ten times. Oh wow. Yeah, he's he's surprised. really big into commitment. <laughs> uh, but with that, that is it for this week's episode of Twisted Talks. Um, thanks again, everybody, for listening. Uh, this you know is going to be out the week of thanksgiving so i hope you all have a great holiday with your family you know spend time with the ones you love and we'll see you next week jason anything else love y'all bye